You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Listen, we have had a great day so far. This has been a full show. Uh, Glad you're with us. Glad you're with us on Right Side Radio, the biggest station right the biggest biggest show right now on the biggest station in north alabama in the afternoons is this one right side radio i'm your host phil williams glad you're with us we like to say solid conservative and just plain right and that is us hey uh listen we're going to switch gears we spent some time talking about the second amendment we spent some time talking about you know concerns you may or may not have with regards to the uh the biden administration's plans on second amendment issues uh we had some great callers um and 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 we're going to switch gears now before I do that, though, I got to tell you real quick about my friends at Otter Creek Farm. I'm going to talk about them all the time, y'all. Otter Creek Farm is is an amazing facility located right here in North Alabama, an amazing place featured in Garden and Gun magazine. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. stayed there not long ago. It's that quality of a, of, a, of, a, of a place. And if you like wing shooting, hunting quail and pheasant, if you like fine dining, if, if you need a, a beautiful wedding venue next to a lake with, you know, with the, the manicured fields out in front of you, all these things are at Otter Creek Farm. Check them out. OtterCreekFarmstead.com is their website. OtterCreekFarmstead.com. Hey, listen, we're going to switch gears, all right? We've had, um, we had quite a bit of news, just even today. I mean, as we've been on the show, the CDC has come out with guidance uh, suggesting that even those who have been vaccinated may need to wear masks indoors, and they're recommending that in K-12 schools. Uh, yesterday, the Huntsville City School System announced it was putting on a universal masking mandate for all students and staff over the age of two, over the age of two, for the upcoming school year at a special uh, called Board of Education meeting yesterday. Uh, we reached out to the Board of Education, and I am extremely grateful uh, that we have uh, Mr. Carlos Matthews coming on. He's the District 5 representative on the uh, school board uh, for Huntsville City Schools. Uh, he's a third presiding officer. Uh, he's a native of Huntsville. He's a graduate of Huntsville High School. Uh, he uh, got his education uh, at Alabama A&M, earning a Bachelor of Science in Electrical Engineering. Uh, he's, he's literally um, uh, serving in that capacity for the last couple of years and has chosen to be on the show with us today. Uh, Mr. Matthews, thank you so much for joining us. We certainly appreciate you being on Right Side Radio. No problem. Follow those questions. Well, well, I, I appreciate that. So, so listen, I do have questions. Um, so, the mask mandate uh, that came about in yesterday's, I believe it was yesterday's board of education meeting. It was announced yesterday afternoon, uh, and and as I understand it, the the mandate is that all students and staff over the age of two will be required to wear masks throughout the school day. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. So throughout the school day, I mean, it won't be doing rigorous uh, activities such as PE, uh, outside sports, those things, but it will be doing, you know, the class time during the day. Well, what kind of feedback are you getting so far from uh, constituents? Are you are you receiving feedback, pro or con, either way? Yeah, we, I was receiving, and all other board members were receiving uh, feedback before and after uh, the decision. Uh, before... A decision was made. It was kind of 50-50. We had, you know, folks sending in emails about, you know, not having a mask mandate and, and their reason why. And then we had others doing the exact same opposite, uh, you know, with, with statistics and everything else for the mandate. And we're seeing the same thing now. Well, now, in, in one of the press releases that I saw, um, I saw that it said that um, you your members of the board, your board, Huntsville City, uh, expects other districts to follow suit. Uh, have you been in communication with other school districts? And if so, who are they? 
I have not. Uh, Miss Farrell was on the Dale Jackson show this morning and, and brought that up. Uh, I have not been in contact with any other boards on that subject. Well, if, if that's said, so if, if school districts that surround Huntsville City choose not to do it, does that in any way influence the decision? Uh, would, would Huntsville City just remain standing alone while, while surrounding school districts choose not to? Yes. Uh, we, we were leading the way during the pandemic in the beginning, uh, and we will continue to do so uh, now. Okay, well, I guess one of the issues that, that people have right now is the sense that everybody's doing, for the most part, what they've been asked to do. I mean, we had all of last year was the 14 days to flatten the curve, which lasted well over a year. And then we had businesses being shut down, declared non-essential. And we had, and you know, because you're a school board member, we had kids who went to school on Friday and were told not to come back on Monday. And then they had to figure out, you know, the whole thing with virtual schooling and when do we come back. And so I think there's a there's a definite COVID fatigue in a large section of society. But now we're hearing, get the vaccination, get the vaccination. But even if you have the vaccination, you still have to wear a mask, which was not what was being said up until like in the last couple of days. Yeah, well, I, you know, I th- in my opinion, things have, have, have changed. We really have not had any data past the six-month window that tells us how the vaccination will work. Uh, we don't know if it's going to, you know, the, the the potency of it is going to continue and you won't get the, the virus or we don't have any data points. Well, see, that's, 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 not, that's not encouraging because, you know, when, when, when people are already weighing that decision of whether or not I take something that is under an emergency <laughs> use authorization with the FDA uh, and, and do I want to have myself injected or have my family members injected, you know, you are an elected official, and you're suggesting that we, we don't even know for a fact whether it's going to last. So please get the shot, but we want you to wear a mask, too, is kind of a hard message to, to, to deliver, don't you think? Well, it, it happens to be the truth. The, uh, the vaccine has flattened the curve. It has done quite a bit to, uh, to help with the virus that we're seeing across the country. Uh, so it has dropped that and those numbers down. But we do know that there are people that, have ta- that are fully vaccinated that are still testing positive for the COVID virus. And that's a real problem. That is a real problem. And it's, it's also disheartening for those who have already been weighing the decision about whether they want to get a shot to then find out that you can get the shot and still get the disease makes you wonder why you had to get the shot in the first place. And then, and by the way, I'll go ahead and say what I say every day on this show. When we talk about this, Mr. Matthews, I want you to understand I am not anti-vaccine whatsoever. My wife and I had COVID. I get it. I will not say on the air whether I choose not to or, or choose to have the shot, but I do know that people have a right to their own personal liberties, and it has to be a well-informed personal decision. But, but that being said, if, if, if you can, if you're, get the shot and you're going to be almost shamed, like our governor said the other day, let's blame the unvaccinated. Well, okay, so I get the shot, and then life doesn't go back to normal. I still have to wear a mask. That, that, that winds up being a pretty hard sell at that point. And, and I think we're, we're getting to the point that moving the goalposts is creating the distrust that is causing vaccine hesitancy. Well, I, I can agree with you on that point. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like everybody else. I want everything, to, and I said this in our board meeting, you know, I want everything to go back to the way it was in 2018. Without the mask, I'm not a big fan of the mask. I hate them, but I understand why we have to, we're, we're using them and why we wear them. Uh, so, so, so what would be... I'm right along with you. Well, I appreciate that. What would, what would be the board members in the Army, we called it your, your go-no-go criteria? In other words, 
there's a there's a time or a, or a or a measuring stick, a metric you're looking for. What's the metric that the board is looking for that says, okay, when we reach this point, there's no more mass. I mean, is there? Do you have that watermark that you're shooting for, or is it just gonna you're just gonna wait and see? So that's one of those decisions that the superintendent will work with the uh, the CDC and the Alabama Department of Health to look at. And when you know when our area is in lower risk because uh, right now we are in high risk. So we actually take the time to try to go back and figure that out. So while we're starting the year off with the max, it doesn't mean that we will go the entire year with the max. So it just, it's a part of the review process of where the data is in the area. Well, and, and I'm going to encourage you in that uh, to, to, to find a metric. And I say that because when you've got a target to shoot at, then you know what you're headed for. But without a target, People are sitting around, you know, holding their hands up in the air, wondering what in the world we're going to do next. And I, and I will say this, the Department of Public Health, Alabama Department of Public Health, Dr. Scott Harris himself came out today and said there will be no statewide mask mandate. And then the CDC came out and said, we recommend masks in schools. And then your district board says masks in schools, two, two years old and up. But other districts are saying no. So we've got, we've got an amazing amount of mixed messaging going on even here in Alabama. Yeah, I, I can agree with you there. The governor stepped aside and she decided that there would be no mask mandate from her from her office. Uh, the state board of education also stepped aside and it's basically come down to the uh, the local school boards to make those decisions. And we made a decision uh, the other night to make sure that we made our make sure our staff and our students were safe. Being that we don't know, uh, we have a lot of unknown variables. That's why we made those decisions. So what are the penalties for noncompliance? What happens if you have a student or, for that matter, a staff member who says, can't do it, I don't want to wear the mask, or, for that matter, they don't wear it correctly, like every day they come in and their nose is showing? I mean, what, 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 are, the, what are the penalties for noncompliance? Well, it will be one of those things where they just reprimand them, hey, pull the mask up, those kind of things. There's, there are things that can be done, and if it gets to a certain point, there's a, our behavior learning guide. It's one of those things that takes care of a lot of that, and that's kind of documented, and that's available on our website. Okay, but that being said, if you have a student who comes in and says, I have asthma, this makes me feel uncomfortable, but yet my parents pay taxes, I want to be enrolled in my high school, are, are they going to be allowed to stay? They have a, there are exceptions to the rule. If they go to their doctor and the doctor has a medical reason of why they are not able to do it, then the school system will make accommodations for that. Okay. How about uh, halfway through the day, you have a kid uh, who just says, I'm sick of this. I'm not wearing the mask. My mom says I don't have to. Are you going to send them home? That's most likely what will happen. They'll be offered the opportunity to have a mask, uh, but you know the, that is the compliance that we have for our school system. Uh, to wear a mask, and we will have to be compliant with those rules. Well, and right now, what I did see, and, and this may not be correct because it came from AL.com, and, and sometimes their reporting is not all entirely accurate, but it said in one of the press releases I read today that virtual learning is also going to be made available for all grade levels, but that enrollment for virtual learning is actually closed now. So if somebody got the ruling yesterday and said, I ain't doing that, my, my child, no, no more masks from me, we'll do virtual, are you going to open up more availability on virtual? Now, the, the enrollment for virtual is closed. Um, the issue with that is finding teachers to be able to fill those slots in such a short period of time to be able to do that. Uh, no one expected that we would have an uptick in the numbers and the, in the COVID numbers. Uh, that's why we actually dropped the mask mandate. Uh, but things changed between that time and, uh, and yesterday, and that's why the decisions were made the way they were. 
Well, so school starts next week, I believe. Is that correct? That's correct. So, so the the ruling came out yesterday after virtual enrollment was closed, and if someone doesn't want to wear a mask, they're basically stuck. They have to come to school and wear a mask. Uh, currently, that's correct. Okay. Uh, I guess my next question, though, is I've got a two-year-old grandson. How is a two-year-old? How are you going to how are you going to keep a mask on a two-year-old? Because your 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 ruling does say, you know, two years old and up. I mean, how are you going to keep a two-year-old wearing a mask? Yeah, that's that's going to be one of those difficult things. I, I don't really think that that part of it's going to be very effective. Uh, you're right about a two-year-old keeping it on their face. They're going to rip it off, pull it off, do whatever they want with it. But we don't really have two-year-olds in our in our school district. Well, and I suspect that's true. I mean, you you, you don't have that that level of pre-K down to, you know, basically toddler level. But but, uh, are there daycares for uh, Huntsville City School employees that are run by the school system? Uh, No. Okay, so you don't have any two-year-old. What's what's the youngest age you have in the Huntsville City School system right now? Uh, That's going to be our kindergartens and pre-K, so that's probably, what, five, five or six years old? Like yeah, that's going to be four or five, and, well, four or five, and then six is first grade, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, good luck keeping shoes on a four-year-old, much less a mask. <laughs> no one said it was going to be easy, that's for sure. Well, sir, you're a champ for coming on the show today, and uh, we're up against a break. But, but Mr. Carlos Matthews, uh, I certainly appreciate you coming on. Uh, this is a difficult subject, and, and I will tell you that uh, uh, the listening audience for Right Side Radio is by and large uh, not in favor of it, but... Um, but I certainly appreciate your willingness to talk about it and, uh, and the professionalism in which you've handled this interview. So thank you, sir, for being on with us today. No problem. All right. Folks, that was Mr. Carlos Matthews, District 5, third presiding officer of the uh, Huntsville City School Board. How do you feel about the fact that the Huntsville City School Board just decided at the last minute to go ahead and put a mask mandate in for all children and staff in the school system? Call in and tell me what you think. We'll have a few minutes. 866-494-9866. That's 866-494-9866. Call Right Side Radio right now. Tell me how you feel about it. We've got plenty more to talk about. See if we can get Dale Jackson on. Come in and give us a little commentary. And we'll banter back and forth about what we think about it and keep the phone lines open and see what's going on. 866-494-9866. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, just plain right. Talk 770 AM 92.5 FM WVNN. Listen, I opened up the phone lines. We're going to do a lightning round. I only got a couple of minutes, so I'll do a lightning round. I'm going to go to Mark from Huntsville. Mark from Huntsville talking about mass. I got about 20 to 30 seconds for you, brother. What you got? Well, I've heard him say that the reason for the mask thing is increased infection numbers, but specifically whether they increase infection numbers for elementary, middle, and high school. Does that actually then require face masks to go with that specific set of numbers? And, and that's a great question, and I don't know that they have that level of science, to be honest with you, Mark. Uh, great call. Thanks for the call, man. For Keep listening to Right Side. We'll keep you informed best we can. Hey, let's go ahead and go to Chris from Madison. Chris, I'm on a lightning round right now, man. i got about 30 seconds. Uh, what you got? 
Hey there. I just was thinking about it um, with the mask thing. And, and I agree with your point about like uh, being an issue, especially with us paying taxes and stuff in public school. Uh, but I got to thinking about it, you know, in society, we, we decide things. I'm like, would, would we kick a kid out of school for not wearing clothes or something? I mean, yeah. you know, we, we have kind of the things we decide is appropriate. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be a tough nut, yeah, Chris. Thinking, it's going to be a real tough nut. And I don't think they've got it figured out yet. In fact, it's obvious they don't because they closed down virtual schooling and then announced the masks. And that's going to be a tough nut right there. Hey, Chris from Madison, thanks so much for the call. We are up against a hard break right now. I'm going to see if my friend Dale Jackson wants to come on here in a few minutes, maybe just chat about the, uh, the thing going on with a mask mandate. It's Right Side Radio at 770 AM, 92.5 FM, News Talk, WVNN. we got plenty more to come. We'll be right back after this.